This is Wayne Brown from Life Back on Track. Welcome to the latest episode. This is an episode that I've been meaning to record for quite some time because it is something that, for me, can cause myself a little bit of internal conflict and also I can see how it can create conflict for many other people, particularly men and also women because we all end up suffering because of this. There is a phrase that a lot of people bandy around that, for me, as someone who believes in the power of words, not just to uplift people, it's also their ability to put people down or cause them pain, even unintentionally. And the phrase that I'm referring to is one called toxic masculinity. The problem I have with this is that for many years now, I've had a belief that, and this seems to be a view that's shared amongst many professionals as well, is that you label the habit, the behavior, you don't label the person. Which means if someone's behaving in a way that's not becoming, you don't call them an idiot. You say you're behaving like an idiot. Therefore, they don't take it personally and they know that they can modify that behavior. The problem I have with toxic masculinity as a phrase is that it implies all masculinity is toxic. And also the word toxic is a very powerful word and one which I feel is not accurate at all regarding what they're referring to. So what they're referring to is men who choose to behave in a way that's damaging to other men, women, children, other members of society, um, corporational structures, all of this sort of thing. And it's not that it's toxic. And this is where I have a problem with it. It's not toxic. It's wounded. It's incomplete. When we're starting out as young men or young boys, we are taught what a man is. Now, if you go back to the 1950s, the man was very strong, very stoic, very unemotional, very detached, very macho. And that attitude was what was viewed as masculinity back then. Now, thankfully, we've evolved and moved on as a society. Now, for myself, I knew that I was given a lot of those beliefs about masculinity. And when I realized how damaging that was to myself, I explored my feminine side. I explored the aspects of my masculinity that were presenting in a way that was not effective, conducive or helpful to my particular situation. And I explored where it was wounded, where it was incomplete, where it had been repressed, ignored, suppressed, disowned. And I brought them all back into myself and I like to feel that I'm a a lot more complete in my masculinity and also in my femininity. Now, when I look back on where I was, 
I don't view it as toxic. I view it as incomplete. So there were parts of my masculinity that I had suppressed, ignored, disowned, and this left me feeling empty, disconnected, having internal conflict. And when I looked into it deeper, a lot of this disowning, repressing, etc., was covering up wounds in my masculinity. So the ways ways that I saw my masculinity, the way that I saw men presenting, including myself, in society. So when I see these men now exhibiting behaviours that they label as toxic, I can see that these men are coming from a place of pain. They're coming from a place of woundedness, which is caused by this repressing, disowning of aspects of their masculinity or even parts of their femininity that balance out their masculinity or allow their masculinity to be more whole, more complete, more present. So the one thing I would encourage all the men who are listening to these podcasts is understand that a healthy masculinity does not confront people, it does not attack people, it does not cause more pain that it's attempting to heal. Because if you are in your journey to heal your pain or to soothe your pain, you're creating more pain, that is not a good thing. If you have aspects within yourself that get triggered by your partner and you're taking it out on your partner and causing them pain, all you're doing is magnifying the situation and making it harder to heal, making it harder to soothe, making it harder to repair. Therefore, the one wound is creating more wounds. The incompleteness is creating more mess than it's helping clean up. So as a man and someone who is constantly on his journey searching for his masculinity, and I like to think I'm getting close, explore who you are as a man, what contributes to your masculinity, what contributes to your the way you present yourself in the world, so that you can be more complete, you can be more whole. Therefore, you can also understand where I have this issue with the term toxic masculinity, because once you start to understand it yourself, you will see what I mean. And if you're a young boy and you're being raised with this phrase toxic masculinity and you're a man, you will tie that into yourself on some level, which means this phrase is causing you pain rather than giving you an awareness of where your current wounds are, your current incompleteness is, so that you can become more. So we end up with men that are wounded passing wounds onto younger men, and that is not helpful for any of us. If anything, all of us men need to rally together to help all of us men become more complete, more whole, more effective, less wounded, 
so that we can present in a way that's more helpful for the women. Now, as I use that as a lovely little segue into the final part of this episode, is that this same thing applies to women. There is so-called toxic femininity out of there. There are women who do not sit very well in their femininity because, like the wounded man, they are also wounded. There are parts of their femininity that are suppressed, ignored, um, that are wounded, that are incomplete. Therefore, they can't stand fully in their femininity and they also can't welcome into themselves their masculinity so that they can be balanced and complete. So we all suffer from this so-called toxic masculinity and toxic femininity. And that phrase is very wrong and misleading as far as I'm concerned. We are all to some extent wounded, we are all hurting on some level, we are all repressing something, disowning something, ignoring something within ourselves that would allow us to become more of who we currently are. So I would encourage all of you, especially the men, because the men should be the leaders. This doesn't mean that the women are less. This means that the men are able then to protect the women and allow them to stay in their femininity longer, which means we all benefit from them being in their femininity. So be willing, be brave enough to explore your woundedness, your pain, your incompleteness, what you're suppressing or ignoring so that you can become more of who you are and show others how to do that, especially the men, especially the men. Now, of course, if you want any help with this, you can reach out to myself. Uh, just click the link in the notes. Uh, you can leave me a quick 90-second voice message because I like hearing people's voices. It makes me feel like there's actually people out there listening when I get these responses, and they are really nice to hear. So send me a quick 90-second message if you want to know more, if maybe you want to give me your experiences, your points of view. You can make it anonymous, or you can give me your details, and we can have a dialogue. Either way, thank you for listening. If you feel this would help someone you know, please feel free to share it as much as you can. Subscribe to make sure you get notified of all my episodes. Um, and I'm getting more and more listeners around the world. More and more countries are coming on board, which is fantastic. So thank you for any new listeners. And thank you especially for regular listeners, because you are the ones that I'm recording this for, people that keep coming back for more information. So look after yourselves, take care, do the best you can, and remember, here's to a good life. <laughs>